This hour of the Bill Meyer Show podcast is made possible by Clouser Drilling. Clouser Drilling is proud to sponsor the show. We appreciate them, too. If you need to drill for water, be sure to call Clouser Drilling. They've been leading the way in Southern Oregon well drilling for over 50 years. ClouserDrilling.com. Ron Gordon here and Edward Jones. Hey, Ron. Markets are recalibrating. That means what, uh, preparing for disappointment compared to what they thought they were going to get? Isn't that what that means? Really? Yeah. Yeah. So remember going into uh, the last couple of weeks of December, it sounded like uh, the market sentiment was, hey, Federal Reserve is going to drop rates in March. We're gonna we're gonna have a good rally here. Things are gonna continue moving upwards. Right. It's now looking like, uh, well, maybe maybe not. Maybe we're looking at June or July before the Fed starts dropping rates. Um, so the the markets right now are waiting for that CPI and PPI inflation data that's coming out this week. So CPI is the uh, consumer price index, and producer price index is that PPI. So that tells us what the cost of goods are. Um, basically that inflation indicator. And uh, they're expecting that the inflation is going to be a little bit higher year over year. It's going to be about 3.2 year over year. And if you strip out and just do core, they're looking at about 3.8 to 4%. Yeah, in other words, it's hotter than they thought, right? So they're going to hold off. Exactly. Okay, all right. Hmm. Well, we don't have to worry about uh, buying particular stocks. All you have to do is just find the most unlikely uh, stock in the world to invest in, and then watch it pop 20%. Did you hear that Crocs popped 20% yesterday? Crocs, oh my God. the ugliest shoe ever made in the entire planet. And yet, oh. it's and it's amazingly uh, popular, I guess. So, I guess you ugly. you know something funny what? about about Crocs? Yeah. So, the movie Idiocracy, Crocs were the shoes that they wore They because they thought nobody in the world is ever going to wear these shoes so in the future, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna make everybody in idiocracy wear Crocs, um, and so that was something that that I found just hilarious. And now everybody wears Crocs. It's like, oh my gosh! I did not, no, you know, I did not notice true. that in uh, Idiocracy. I loved Idiocracy. Source, unfortunately, no. Idiocracy has been used as a cultural instruction manual. I think is what's yeah. Uh, I, going I, on. I don't know how it's a documentary now instead of you know a, a parody. But anyways. Uh, yeah, so there's some interesting things going on there. Just make sure that if you're uh, if you were following Nancy Pelosi's uh, portfolio, just recognize she wasn't the top winner out of all of the congressmen. There are some other ones that are doing better out there. So, uh, which ones were doing better? Do you know? Oh, shoot, I just had it on uh, another page, and it it turned into an ad. So I don't want to go. Oh back man, and look at it. you know you just got to love that. Which uh, you know, insider trading, training with insider. Uh, knowledge is is perfectly okay when you're congress no wonder so yeah. many people no wonder how many people come that there are of modest means and then all of a sudden not only do they uh do they do good but they do very well indeed eventually in congress you gotta love that don't you ron yep yep oh. that's that's so incredible <laughs> i i just can't stand it anyways so be careful out there guys uh big things to to look out for are uh you know, don't don't get caught up in the next trend. Uh, be safe and, and be consistent. And wear your Crocs. <laughs> Thanks, Ron. Yes. Have a good one. All Thanks, right. Bro. Ron Gordon at Edward Jones is number 734-0070. Now, I know people that are smart. They, they wear Crocs. I just, I just look at Crocs, and I think that those are the most disgustingly ugly excuses for shoes ever made. But that's just me. That's okay. You go ahead and flame away if you want. It's open phones. And it is Pebble in Your Shoe Tuesday. What's on your mind? We can talk about that and more coming up. This hour of the Bill Meyer Show is brought to you by Johnson Builders, Southern Oregon's leading authority in post-frame and steel buildings for over 20 years. At American Rencher Garage, our mission is to create and build unity through integrity and high-quality service. We are committed to serving you, our customers, providing nothing less than the highest standard of professionalism on every single service and repair. Quality technicians, competitive pricing, and service you can trust is what keeps American Rancher Garage and you united through service. Stop in at 2001 Biddle Road across from Elmer's Restaurant or call 541-499-6673 to make an appointment. If you have an Alexa device, you can listen to great news and talk anytime by first asking Alexa, enable KMED. 
After enabling the skill, you can listen to the most popular talk personalities like Bill Meyer and Lars Larson, plus local news and weather 24 hours a day by just asking her to play KMED. Alexa streaming on KMED is made possible by Megan McPherson at Farmers Insurance, Father and Son Jewelry, Violets and Cream, and Pacific Healthcare Training. For many years, there's been talk that long-term use of the Internet by older adults contributes to the risk of dementia. Only now do we have some concrete research. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. With virtually no past research to guide them, doctors at NYU's School of Global Public Health and researchers at the University of Michigan, they set out to establish the first ever baseline study on what they call the long-term cognitive impact of Internet usage among older adults. And what they found is noteworthy. After 17 years following 20,000 older patients, of those who were active Internet users, the study places the risk of developing dementia at 1.5%. But with non-Internet users, dementia risk soared to a whopping 10.4%. The brain seems to be like most other parts of the human body. As you age, use it or lose it. And get TechSmart every single day at GetKim.com. Does it make sense that the same company who controls half of all online retail also passively eavesdrops on your private conversations at home? What about the idea that a single company controls 90% of Internet searches? runs your email service, and gets to track everything you do on your smartphone. Big tech is powerful, and they profit by exploiting your personal data. It's time to put a layer of protection between your online activity and those tech juggernauts. When you run ExpressVPN on your device, the software hides your IP address, making your activity harder to trace and sell to advertisers. ExpressVPN also encrypts all your Internet data to keep you safe from hackers without slowing your connection. Just download the app on your phone or computer, tap one button, and you're protected. Go to expressvpn.com slash Kim to get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash Kim to get three extra months for free. That address again, expressvpn.com slash Kim. The Bill Myers Show, 106.3 KMED, 99.3 KCMD. Open phones on Pebble in Your Shoe Tuesday, a dangerous time. But you're welcome to check in at 770-5633. You know, one question I wanted to fire by, uh, by you this morning. Do you think that President Biden will be the Democratic nominee or will it be someone else? I think it's worthy of, uh, you know, what he's done the last few, couple of days, this uh, talking Valley Forge and everything else, it's just looking, it, it, it's looking lost. But, you know, uh, looking lost has been a job requirement, I guess, in uh, in being a president. I, I, at least that's one question I would pose out to you. Uh, another question I would pose, what should we do to Mexico? And the reason I'm bringing this up is that uh, on this one news source I'm quoting here right now from a town hall, Mexican president gives Biden list of demands in exchange for helping with border crisis. All right. Mexican president Andre Obrador issued a lengthy series of demands detailing what the United States must offer in exchange for Mexico's help in stemming the flow of migrants to the U.S.-Mexico border. Obrador's demands came during a Friday press conference. You know, and, and, and may, I know I'm just fantasizing, but I'm just thinking, okay, how about, uh, Obrador, we do not carpet bomb Acapulco, all right? You help us out on the border thing, and we will not bomb one of your cities out of existence. How about that? A guy can dream, can he? You know, there's just a part of me that just, you know, you being the problem are going to tell us what to do. Of course, well, you know, Reconquista is uh, is all part of that. All right, let me talk with, uh, with Judy. Judy, I'm sure, is going to get me irritated with something, some kind of a meeting going on tonight. at the 7th school district and any of your concerned educators, which you you do have some concerned people on education, I would plead for them to come to the meeting at 5 o'clock over the 7th school district. It will be at the district. And this is the reason why. They have some junk on. They're going to try to pass a resolution, 23-24. And we have some great new board members that the Republicans got on board, but they're just new. They haven't been in education for 40 years like I have. And uh, it's all about junk. It's about uh, uh, closing the gap in achievement. Wow, wouldn't that be nice? We're going to lower the standards to where kids can't read. They also, and Bill Gates, is, I've told him before about this common core, which they have, 
and, and they'll be just dumbing them down in all sorts of ways. They're going to have words like, these are the words for the critical thinking. It's called inclusion. Wow, that should be a, a highlight. It's at the head of their, of their um, um, resolution. Uh, okay, okay, all right. Um, so when they talk about inclusion in uh, School District 7, does that mean that it also includes really conservative Christian kids? You see, that's what I'm getting at. You see, this is what... <laughs> see, I knew it. I knew that's what it meant. All right, or that it didn't mean. All right. So don't talk to me about inclusion unless you're talking about really moral, conservative Christian kids being included. If it's not, you're not being inclusive. All right. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to go show them all the, the, especially the new ones who are nice. They just, they're naive. But to explain all the, the, the blunders in this resolution that they really think they're doing a good job on. And then, like I've done in California before, I go to a meeting. I said, this is what you should not pass tonight. There won't be many of us, me, tonight. But I will say, if you pass this, I'm going to promise you something. I'm going to promise I will expose it at every public meeting, the Republican stuff. And then they're going to come back to haunt you. So you have two choices. Go back and consider what you've got, and we'll sit down and talk about it, or you will be exposed. And that's just that's the name of the game, Bill. All right. Thank you very much, Judy. Appreciate that. All right. So we go from uh, that uh, one irritating call out of the way. And I love you, Judy. You know that. I'm just having fun. Uh, the situations just irritate me. Tom's in talent. Hello, Tom. How are you? Oh, doing fine, Bill. Well, by golly, between uh, you and, and Herman and Judy there, there, there's not just pebbles in the way here. There's boulders. I can hardly make it to the phone. All right. Well, try your best. What's going on? <laughs> Well, anyway, I, I've been corresponding with uh, Jacob uh, Hornberger, who's the head of Free, uh, Future of Freedom Foundation, Libertarian yeah. Think Tank. Mm-hmm. And um, he uh, solicited me for a donation, and I wrote back and I said, uh, no, I can't support any organization that's uh, for open borders. Well, that set off a dialogue between he and I, and uh, between the two of us, and uh it's just amazing, but um, it really is true. The libertarians uh, just think that, uh, and according to him, that uh, um, having border regulation is uh, enhancing the police state, as he says. And he's right to an extent. I mean, there's, I can't say he's wrong, necessarily. And I've talked with Jacob before, but I agree with you, you know, on this uh, situation that I can't give to any organization that goes for open borders because— the libertarians have a – there's a naivete of some sort, Tom. I don't know if there's any other way of describing it that, you know, freedom of movement of people there. Um, it works if the, if the rest of the world was libertarian, but it doesn't work if you no. have people coming into the country that want to kill you. Yeah, and, you know, it, it's kind of difficult for me to get really excited about, well, you know, freedom of movement. And uh, you know, even if they are cartel members, you know, it would be really bad to say no to them. And, you know, you know even if they do want to, uh, you know, rape my daughter and uh, kill my mother, it's, you, know, it's, you know, you have to just kind of put up with it under, uh, you know, diversity, I guess, or something. Yeah, he, hmm. he said at one point, he says, uh, you know, when, uh, you know, if you're thinking of restricting borders and so forth, you're interfering with my right to invite anybody I want to my home or business. Well, that may be true, but like, as you say, if they want to uh, kill you or rape the daughter or whatever they have in mind, uh, no, that's not right. You have, I think government is pure function is to protect. It's not to provide. Going back to you and Herman about libraries, libraries have the same problem as, as education. It should not, the government should not be involved in it, period. Agreed. And that way, if uh, some organization wants to raise money and they want to wash all the bums' feet in the world and have drag queen story hours, hey, fine, up to them. But the fact to force all of us to support that, I don't think so. That's not by all. the point of a government gun in the ribs? Damn straight. I appreciate the call. Thank you very much, as always. Tom from Talon, let me go to uh, line three. It's Pebble in Your Shoe Tuesday. Who can irritate me the most? I don't know. Uh, you know, Judy and Tom, they're, they're, they're working on it. But let's see, maybe number three will uh, be the charm. Hi, who's this? Good morning. Hey, it's Sherm. Good morning, Bill. Hey, Sherm. How are you? Well, I hear all this negative stuff about what's going on in the classroom, and I've been out of it 12 years now. But I'm going to tell you. Uh, I had 12 years where I took students on trips all over mm-hmm. Puget Sound. I've taken them to Europe. I've taken them all over Puget Sound, Boeing. How many years ago was this, Sherm? Pardon me? How many years ago was it? It was 12 years ago. Okay, And good. I ran my own program in that regard. I took them hiking for PE, Snoqualmie Pass. 
I was out there all the time doing things in the community. I had work-based learning. I have students at work clear down to Seattle, you know, mm-hmm. and all over. I had to, I monitored them on their job, and they were in credit through my classes. That's one of the, one of the things I did, one of my functions. You think they'd uh, do that today because so much of what has happened in uh, government education has been a reduction of standards and uh, a kind of a focus on uh, sexual and or gender and or ethnic identity rather than accomplishment. What do you think these days? Well, I'm concerned. I think I should go back in and sub just to find out what's going on. Yeah, I but think... I had students out working with accountants so they could learn accounting because I taught accounting. They were out there in the community constantly. We went out and sold advertising for the annual. We did all that. We performed all those functions. Good. And this no. is a positive thing then. Um, could it be done now, though? That's what I'm wondering. I don't know, and I'm going to have to ask people those questions. I'm highly concerned. Yeah, and the reason I bring this up is that, I mean, I'm serious, though. When you're in a government school system that uh, starts talking about and, and kind of half-meaning it, that expecting the right answer in mathematics is somehow racist, we got some problems, right? And, and you were yeah, talking I, about accounting. You definitely need to be able to have the right answer. Oh, absolutely. And by the way, when I was teaching in Josephine County, I took students in Douglas County, tours on the jails, Douglas County, uh, Josephine County, yeah, we went in the dungeon in Josephine County. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I get all those things in different schools, and I want people to be doing it now. Quick question for you. Sure. I want to know how the Mexican families that live here in the valley and have built up great, you know, they're a backbone of the valley. I want to know how they feel about these illegals flooding in here by the million. How do they feel? They're stable people. They're part of our community. Some of the finest people in our community are Mexicans. I can't answer that. I can't answer that question, and they are welcome to call, and then we'll see. I wish they would. I want to hear what they have to say. All right. All right. Thank you. 770-5633. This is the Bill Myers Show. Hi, who's this? Good morning. Well, you had it coming, Bill. It's deplorable Patrick. And uh, (laughs) I sure appreciate your show and Sherm. And and, uh, while I was waiting on the line... Some uh, other matter kind of popped into my view there with Judy, and I was all kind of distracted with not totally listening. She said something about exposing the pastors. Well, that really caught my attention because they need to be exposed. They're frauds. <laughs> and I've been a Christian for 55 years. I do not go to church. The pastors need to get their act together, but uh, that wasn't the main reason that I called. All right. Why did you call? But okay, uh, this this list of demands from Mexico. We need to understand something. Mexico's at war with us, and we need to understand something. When they send that list of demands. Here's my answer in my perfect world. If I were the president, I'd say, "List of demands. We've got your answer here. Evacuate the presidential palace. You have two hours. Take your time. Get your personal effects." And get out of the presidential palace, or you'll be gone because we, uh, the presidential palace is going to be gone. Take that. All right. That's what now, we- now, deplorable Patrick. That's that's kind of akin to what I was talking about when they uh, when the Mexican president. Hey, this is what you're going to get. What you're going to give us in order to uh, help on illegal immigration. I, that's why I was saying carpet bombing Acapulco. How about that? We will not carpet bomb Acapulco. Right, well, Acapulco didn't do it. The presidential palace did it. Okay, but I like that. So you understand how power is actually exercised. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes, see, thank you. <laughs> yeah. And and, and uh, well, it's not a perfect world, but uh, we this thing about the uh, this big problem of all these migrants, which are actually invaders. Uh, what the liberals want to do is throw more money at it. No, that's not the answer. You seal the border and you give warnings to say, people, violate this border, we're going to shoot you. That's the answer. All right. Appreciate the call there. Thank you, Deplorable Patrick. 826, if you're on hold, I will get to your call shortly. All right, 770-563-3770-KMED. My email, Bill, at com. 
the website for Jay Austin and Company Gold and Silver Buyers. You know, brand new year, but, you know, same old problems and things that are going on there. You know, a lot of big money. They are continuing to add to physical gold and silver holdings. I continue to accumulate this. I still think it's a great idea uh, for you to do so, to store some wealth and do your storing wealth, some wealth with a really good non-woke company. That would be Jay Austin and Company, Gold and Silver Buyers. Now, you can still visit them in the bricks and mortar place. In fact, I highly recommend you do. 1632 Ashland Street in Ashland, 6th and G by appointment in downtown Grants Pass. But they've made it even easier with FortuneReserve.com. FortuneReserve.com, you go there, you can use all sorts of different ways to pay for it. You pick out the coinage that you want. They'll even deliver it to you, or they'll just give it to you in the store one way or the other. But... They're helping you build your wealth. It could be a really wise plan for 2024 and beyond. Instead of Fortune, or instead of Federal Reserve, rather, which is all debt-based, how about Fortune Reserve, which is real wealth-based? FortuneReserve.com. That's FortuneReserve.com. From Jay Austin and Company, Gold and Silver Buyers. When choosing a contractor, you need a professional. Clauser Drilling's professionalism starts with their organized office staff and continues with their experienced field staff. A family-owned business, Clauser Drilling employs qualified individuals with diverse skills and experience who share the same passion. This means dependable results you can trust. Don't take a risk on your well contractor. For drilling, deepening, or repair, call 541-476-7795 or visit ClauserDrilling.com. Serving Southern Oregon since 1971. Thanks to you, they're great customers. Bill Meyer with Sharice from No Wires Now. So glad I switched to Dish. And if your listeners have DirecTV or cable TV, they're paying too much. And you made it easy to switch. Plus, I got the Hopper DVR and Dish's very cool voice-activated remote. Call today, tell me what you have, how much you're paying, and I think you're going to love Dish. I'll even help you lower your existing internet and cell phone bill. Call Sharice like I did. 541-680-5875. NoWiresNow.com. Restrictions apply. Call for details. Internet and cell phone service are not provided by dish markley van camp and robbins where are the strong men the women are are generally like trust fund brats who've been told that they need to feel guilty about their very existence so they lash out at everything and the guys are there because they have limited options true and they might have a chance if they show up right okay got it yes so that's as old as the day as long right exactly oh yeah it rarely works in their favor but they may get a Throwing a phone every right, once exactly. <laughs> exactly. Nine to noon on KMED and KCMD. 1063 KMED, 993 KCMD. And this is the Bill Myers Show. I was enjoying open phones on Pebble in Your Shoe Tuesday. By the way, Bob Hayworth writes in and says, Hey Bill, as far as the crocs go, at least they're easy to remove the pebble. Very good point, Bob. I still think those are the ugliest, the ugliest excuses. For, skew, uh, for shoes that was ever formed. I mean, right up there with uh, even uglier than Birkenstocks. And Birkenstocks are pretty homely, you know, in my view. All right? All right. But, yeah. I know, I know. It's everybody's choice, and people. some people really like them. They're really comfortable. I know. I'm just saying. I just look at them, and I look at Crocs the same way as uh, people who wear their pajamas at Sherm's. It's the same sort of thing. It just doesn't fit. Wearing your pajamas at Sherm's or Winco or Safeway or something like that. It's like, don't wear your pajamas to go to Winco. A guy can dream, right? Let me go to uh, Crazy Gene. Hello, Gene. How are you doing this morning? Welcome. I'm here, and you wished I was not. Oh, uh, no, I'm always glad that you're here, Crazy Gene. (laughs) You know, yeah. you know, you know. We need to hear from the we need to hear from the crazier side of society too. That's what this is all about. Oh, yeah, Go ahead. Yeah, it does get lonely out here on occasion. But thankfully oh. for you, you make me feel like part of the part of the group. Good. <laughs> but uh, I was just calling to say we have total. Freedom of movement. It's just the bowel movement because we can go wherever we want to go nowadays. Well, yeah, especially uh, if you're of the uh, homeless variety, right? Doesn't matter, right? No, that's right. Yeah, restrooms are optional. Restrooms are optional in some cases. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just that that looks like a good place to go right now. All right. (laughs) Appreciate the call, Gene. Stay crazy. Oh, I will. (laughs) 770-563-8831. Line two, you're on. Up. Hi. Hello. Hello, hello. Hi, you're on. Hello. Hi, you're on. Who's this? Hi, 
Um, rather not say. I just want to comment on the gentleman who mentioned about the Mexican people that live here. Mm-hmm. That, um, um, well, I was brought here as a child. And were you brought here illegally as a child, which you, so many were? No. No. Okay. I was brought. I was brought here legally as oh. a child. Oh, very good. And, and we had so many issues when we got to the border. That we were told that everything was set to go. When we got to the border, they told us that um, there was a problem with paperwork. So my oh. parents had to rent a room across the border and leave us there for six months. Really? And it was. It was the worst place to live. It was horrible. We went through hell to come here legally. But yet you had uh, legal authorization. What kind of, boy, that must have been a real paperwork snafu, huh? We went through, and my mother was an American citizen, by the way. Mm -hmm. And we had to go through a lot to get here. Years and money spent and so forth. And we come here. We never stood in line at the welfare office. We worked. We always worked for a living. We, we, you know, all our life. So seeing all these people come here, it's just so unfair. It's so um, insulting to me and to our, you know, as far I love this country. I'm thankful to be here. I became an American citizen once I grew up. Hmm. And and I always try to be a good citizen, but you know, having all these people come here, and they are my people. You know, they're I was born there. Yeah. What What changed? Do you think, caller? What changed? What changed between you know? Is it too hard now to to actually immigrate legally, and so you just have to do it this way? I, I'm just kind of curious. What do you think drove this? No. No. Nothing's changed. Um, the, the, what I see is that the borders are open. Who wouldn't want to come here? Mm. I mean, the borders are wide open. Why would people not want to come here and have everything handed to them? We're giving everything to them. I worked all my life as an as a as an adult in this country, and I put into the system. So it's not fair that you know we all get to do that. I mean, we do this. And then they come, and they have everything handed to them. That's just wrong. I would imagine that uh, nobody handed your family a $5,000 debit card and an Obama phone, right? <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely not. We struggled. We struggled so much to survive. How many years ago was this? Do you mind me asking when you came? Um, uh, 1969 was when I came across. 1969, the late 60s? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. 1969. So, oh, you're seeing what I see. And, you know, it's not just about that. It's not just about everybody just getting everything handed to them. It, it's about what's coming into this country. What bothers me is the drugs that are coming in and what they're doing to our children. That's what's most important. So, you know... That's how I feel. The gentleman wanted to know how we feel about it. That's how I feel. I appreciate you sharing your feelings, and thank you for the call. Be well. Thank you. All right. 835. Let me go to line one. Hello, line one. Good morning. Good morning, Bill. It's Francine. Hi, Francine. Hi. I wanted to talk uh, a little bit. Well, I have two two things. One is a pebble in my shoe, but I'll do that quickly because I want to get to the talk about sugars versus artificial sweeteners. All right. Um, my one little pebble that just annoys the heck out of me every time I go shopping is how packages of, let's say, whole wheat crackers all, all say plant-based. Like, oh, <laughs> did they used to be beef-based? You know, I mean, please. You know, it's it's a psychological, um, you know, the indoctrination of our, of our brains getting us to think a certain way. It's like, yeah. you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know, it, it just was coming at us. From yeah, well, 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 I would certainly hope that uh, wheat was plant based. Well, that's I mean, that's the point. It's so obvious. And yet they're they're putting this terminology in, into it and getting it ingrained into people's thought process. You know, mm-hmm. things that say, pl- I mean, everything 
that's not a meat product. Still, it says plant based. Like it used to come from animals. I mean, please. Well, you know, I, like, like anyway. I, I seem to recall that, uh, you know, one of the things I like about uh, about uh, meat is that uh, animals are able to take plants and convert it into meat. It works. Right. It's great. They are meat-based. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, anyway. I'm sorry, they are plant-based. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Meat is plant-based, ultimately. <laughs> hmm. Okay, so the, the thing about the artificial sweetener and sugar, and you're saying this new study is making claims that it's, you know, not... That, that that the diet sodas are not as uh, as bad for you as have been pushed. Now it's just one study, just one study. No, but no, still. I, I I understand. Well, for, we all know about tainted studies. <laughs> We've been bombarded with them. COVID particularly brought a lot out. The 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 pharmaceutical industry has been caught with tainted, you know, and biased studies, and they still just keep doing it. And so we can't believe that sort of thing. The, the the bottom line, and I'm I'm, I'm not going to go into a whole bunch of research here, but the bottom line is, first of all, having the sweet tooth itself that people have, everything has to be sweet, and they put sweeteners in everything, like English muffins, and and you know everything has sugar in it now in the in the, the normal American diet, and it's so unnecessary. We the American tooth has certainly been conditioned to be sweet. And you know that even when you go to a fast food restaurant, how often have you ever had a sandwich and you realize the bun is ultra sweet? And it kind of gets me disgusted after a while. Well, part of that, too, is that, you know, with the carbohydrates, like um, I, I, if you put a piece of bread in your mouth and just sit there and just let it sit in your mouth for a while. Yeah, I know. I know. But but when you but, you know, when but when they would gone to the uh, the brioche type buns and things like that, that are oh, genuinely yeah, really, really sweet. The emphasis on the Hawaiian buns, and you see all of this in which everything has to be sweet. This is why I forced myself to eat sourdough as much as possible to get used to not having everything always being sweet, for crying out loud. That's and, all. And, you know, the best the best thing you could do is to wean yourself off of having very much bread at all. Mm-hmm. Seriously. that that Because what I was saying about... Uh, okay, that, that's it. You are a communist. <laughs> I'm kidding you. <laughs> you better be. <laughs> I know. Yeah, point point well taken. Yeah, limited bread would be good. Is always a good thing. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, the Atkins diet, they were right back then. Doctor, you know, even though he's kind of crazy, doc, the, the late Dr. <laughs> Atkins, you know, that, that's what they used to do. Uh, even back uh, in the 1950s, what was the diet plate? It was, um, it was uh, cottage cheese and a piece of uh, hamburger and no bread, right? That kind of thing. They well, knew. They, they had they had some good ideas, but you know, they're here. They are telling you eat this and eat this and eat, and it's that's not the way to, to to eat. You don't eat because somebody gave you a menu of this is what you're supposed to eat to be healthy. No. It's like use your brain and quit buying packaged foods. All know? right, thanks for the call, Harumph, Harumph, <laughs> Francine. <laughs> I'll take one more before news. Hi, who's this? Good morning, welcome. Hello. Hi. Hi, hi, this is George. Hi, George. Hey, Bill. Uh, I just saw something about the artificial sweeteners, and it's a study from the National Institutes of Health. And the problem with all those sweeteners is, no matter what kind, is uh, your body senses the sweet, and it, and it starts an insulin it, it prompts your pancreas to send out some insulin. Yeah, you spurt a little bit, even though it's not real sugar, right? Right. It, it fools it, or, you know, your body's still, so, and insulin resistance is such a big problem these days, at least diabetes and everything. So uh, you, you don't get something for nothing. <laughs> Quite well taken, George. Well, they were talking about if you're going to have an artificially uh, sweetened cola, you know, they didn't think there was a problem with one or two, but uh, I, I'm, I, I've known people that would drink two, two or three liters a day of that stuff. Right. Have you also heard that sucralose kills your gut uh, buddies, your microbiome? Let's look into that. Yeah, sucralose. I've heard that. I've heard that, and uh, I still use it. So I guess my microbiome is on life support, okay? You're better, you're better off with real sugar, Bill. All right. Well, thanks for letting me know. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. Bye. Yeah. Real sugar. Yeah. I'll ha- I have one cup of real coffee with real sugar and real cream. Oh, no. That all the antioxidants are uh, screwed with, I suppose, right? I know it's what. 
everything's right. Everything has to be clean, right? Isn't that the latest one that you hear now? Oh, I'm eating clean now because I was eating dirty before. It's uh, 841. How about you just eating good? We'll do that after news with the Diner 62 Real American Quiz. Got a brand new Real American Quiz uh, question here for you. And we can get you set up with a $20 gift certificate at Diner 62. If you have not won this in the last 60 days, you can win it right now by answering the question correctly. 770-5633, and we'll play that here in a couple here. On KMED and KCMD. Johnson Builders is the leading authority of post and frame construction in Southern Oregon and Northern California for over 20 years. Save on shops, garages, barns, and covered riding arenas during their winter sale. For commercial, industrial, or residential, they have you covered with the lowest pricing of the year while the winter sale lasts. Visit www.johnson.builders or check them out on Instagram at Johnson Builders Corp for ideas on your project. Financing available. Johnson Builders, building for your future. The Fed's new FedNow system is all about surveillance and control. Secure your assets today with something Washington cannot manipulate. Hi, Stephen K. Bannon, and I recommend diversifying your retirement into a physical gold IRA from Birch Gold Group. To learn more, get a free info kit by texting the word SAFEGUARD to 989898. Do this right now. Text SAFEGUARD to the number 989898 and get a free info kit from Birch Gold. There's no obligation or purchase required. Message and data rates may apply. Good morning. I'm Molly Smith with your NBC5 morning news update. The city of Medford now has three snow plows to help with road safety this winter. Last year was the first year Medford had snow plows. Before, the city would mainly rely on sanders to maintain icy roads. And if conditions were too snowy, they would rely on the county to help plow the roads. But with snow falling throughout the Rogue Valley over the weekend, the city says it wants to stay prepared. The main plowed roads will be McAndrews and Barnett Roads, and for other surrounding roads, Jackson County Roads and Parks says that they'll be maintaining and collaborating with cities and the state to keep conditions safe for travel. And it's official. Mount Ashland Ski Area is opening this week. Mount Ashland announced that it plans to open to the public this Thursday, which also happens to be its 60th anniversary. This year, the ski area has added an extra night of twilight ski, which is usually on Thursdays and Fridays. But skiers and snowboarders can now head to the mountain on Saturday nights as well, starting January 18th. On Thursday, they'll also have their Day Onesie event, in which anyone who shows up in a onesie can get a prize. Meanwhile, at Mount Shasta Ski Park, it's opening this week. Skiers and boarders can hit the slopes on Wednesday, and while it's excited to open, it also says snow conditions are still low and asks people to stick to the open runs. And that's a look at your morning headlines. For local news anytime, head to our website, kobi5.com. For NBC5 News, I'm Molly Smith. This hour of the Bill Myers Show is brought to you by Johnson Builders, Southern Oregon's leading authority on post-frame and steel buildings for over 20 years. Are you adventure ready? Oregon Truck and Auto Authority is your source for overlanding, off-road, and outdoor lifestyle products. Featuring quality options for rooftop tents, racks, bumpers, winches, and recovery gear. LED lighting, dual battery systems, onboard compressors, cargo cases, coolers, and refrigerators. They also offer camp stoves, scuttles, fire pits, tables and chairs, so you're prepared once you've reached your destination. Stop by Oregon Truck and Auto Authority. Your Department of Adventure. The Bill Myers Show on 106.3 KMET and 99.3 KCMD. Diner 62, real American quiz. If you're looking for something special, Try their crispy sandwich. They had grilled chicken sandwiches, but now they've added the crispy. It is monster good. Something else that they delivered on Friday that I had, didn't have a chance to tell you then. But they have a um, corned beef hash there. And you know how badly corned beef hash sucks when it comes out of a can? That's not what Diner 62 does. They have a homemade, a homemade, a homemade corned beef hash, which is delightful and flavorful with the peppers and the onions in there. Oh, it's just great. Try that out. Diner 62, just south of White City. And, of course, every Friday is Clam Chowder Friday and so much more. Peggy is looking to be the one who wins today. Hi, Peggy. Hi, Bill. It's January 8th, 1790. President George Washington delivers the very first State of the Union address to the Assembled Congress in New York City. 
Washington began by congratulating North Carolina's recent decision to join the Republic. North Carolina had thrown out or rejected the Constitution in July of 1788. Why did North Carolina initially reject the Constitution, Peggy? Was it A, national defense didn't mention piracy? Was it B, they were unsatisfied with representation in Congress? Was it C, no guarantees regarding protecting the slave trade? Was it D, it lacked a Bill of Rights? Or was it E, it disputes regarding the power of the president? They were disputing that. So it's one of those five. Take a stab. I would say the the slave trade. Slave trade. You know, that's what I would have thought, too. I would have been wrong, too. Sorry. All right. You tried. Let me go to Wally. Hi, Wally. Good morning, Bill. Good morning. It's not about the slave trade, but uh, why did North Carolina initially reject the Constitution and say, hell no? Was it A, national defense didn't mention piracy, unsatisfied with representation in Congress, lack of a Bill of Rights, or disputes regarding the power of the president? What do you say? Uh, uh, Bill of Rights. Bill of Rights. Yeah. You nailed it. North Carolina had rejected the Constitution because it didn't have a Bill of Rights. Now, under the terms of the Constitution, the new government acceded to power after only 11 of the 13 states accepted the document. And by the time North Carolina ratified, Congress had met, written the Bill of Rights, and dispatched them for a review. And then North Carolina said, all right, we can do that. And interesting thing about this, uh, Wally, In this first address, Washington set the example for what would be expected of presidents after him. Even at that time, issues such as what kind of clothing he wore, who stood behind him, the delivery of the message was talked about. It still remains the shortest State of the Union address, containing only a little over a thousand words and lasting likely eight minutes. So, boy, wouldn't that be great to have that now, Wally? Just an eight-minute state. It sure would. Uh, it is such a yeah. dog and pony show every time. I, I, it kind of just bothers me. But uh, we're going to send you to Diner 62, though. Hang on, all right? All right. Oh, thanks. Yep, and we'll do this again, and we'll have another one, I think, tomorrow. We're going to have another one on uh, Wednesday and Friday, too. All coming up. KMED, KCMD. Did you pick up a few more leaves and debris than you would have liked this fall? Hi, this is Jeff with Quality Tree Service. Winter is the perfect time to prune your trees, and it's also when we offer our best rates of the year. Plus, with a proper pruning, you'll notice a reduction of leaves and debris falling on your roof and property next fall. Call us for a no-obligation quote. Along with our winter rates, we offer senior and military discounts. Call Quality Tree Service or visit us at qualitytreeservicemedford.com. If you're considering a new garage door or opener for a new home or remodel, you can't go wrong with American Industrial Door. With their fleet of trucks and technicians in both Josephine and Jackson counties, they can come to you and provide recommendations and samples. Or you can stop by their showroom and explore all of the amazing options. Do what so many other Southern Oregon homeowners have done for nearly 40 years. Trust American Industrial Door on Crater Lake Avenue, north of Vilas Road, and on Union Avenue in Grants Pass. By Coastal Media's Best of Southern Oregon magazine is online at bestofsouthernoregon.com. Find the winners in nearly 200 categories by flipping through the magazine online or sort by category and discover Southern Oregon's best suppliers of goods and services like Megan McPherson Farmers Insurance, Drake's Paint, and Dusty's Transmissions. Congratulations to the award winners from Bicoastal Media, publishers of Best of Southern Oregon. Nominations for 2024-25 start in spring. Visit bestofsouthernoregon.com. On the battlefield, there's a saying America's military men and women live by. Never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Off the battlefield, Wounded Warrior Project operates with the same goal. Wounded Warrior Project was created to help our men and women returning home with the scars of war, whether those scars are physical or mental. Wounded Warrior Project, we never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Learn more about what we do at WoundedWarriorProject.org. Hi, this is Lisa, the Hughes Lumber Girl, and I'm on 106.7 KMED. 10 before 9. I don't know how that worked out. Two Tom Petty bumpers in the show. It's a good day. Pebble in your shoe Tuesday, and David is here. Hello, David. You wanted to uh, weigh in on something. Go ahead. Oh, thanks, Bill. And, sure. Uh, yeah, a couple of things. You were talking about the Bill of Rights there with mm-hmm. North Carolina. Yeah, I'm glad you raised that. I'd forgotten that. The... Uh, we would not have the Bill of Rights if it wasn't for North Carolina. And the Bill of Rights has been really profound 
in helping uh, small countries kick out their kings and getting started with having a republic of their own. And I've often wondered if, uh, David, we have just lent the Bill of Rights out since we don't seem to much want to use it here. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Sometimes it feels that well, way, doesn't the, it? The freedom of religion, uh, if, you, if you think about it, as taxpayers, we pool our money uh, to buy ourselves something nice. You know, April 15th in America, we pool our money, and with that money, we buy ourselves libraries and roads and bridges and universities and uh, all sorts of uh, things that improve our lives. Well, if you think about uh, a a theocracy, they don't have to have receipts. Uh, They can just make some proclamation that God says something and that you better do it, and if they decide to go out and snoop on your personal life, where's the money coming Hmm. uh, from? They don't even have to have receipts for spending all of our tax dollars on uh, on something intrusive. Uh, So we don't, without without taxation with representation, a theocracy can just spend all the money on, on things that can't be proven. And uh, if it can't be proven, then there can't be any receipts, and the taxpayers get cheated. Do you think that, uh, that you know, the way we run it right now, though, is transparent and non-cheating? What do you think about that, David? Well, every city and county, uh, you know, has uh, their, uh, their pluses and minuses as that goes. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the guy that calls from down in California. We've had the Brown Act for years, and that means that all of the uh, the governmental records belong to the people, and that the people can get to see them. So all all documents uh, of government uh, can be seen by the people. Is that true, though? And and, and I, I'm just I'm just asking. I'm not convinced that's necessarily true because even in the state of Oregon, which also has a very uh, a very liberal in the traditional sense of the word, um, public records law, where control ends up being done is that in order to see it or to be able to observe it, let's say like uh, you wanted to observe the vote, you wanted to take a look at ballots to make sure nothing was uh, was unbeaten, was not unbecoming. In Jackson County, as an example, you would have to spend a million dollars or more to hand examine the uh, ballots before they were given to you because of rules. Well, you're talking about before or after the election? After the election. Yeah, I I don't know why it would cost. Well, there's different. Well, well, well I'll tell you what. This is what happened in the in the case of Jackson County. This is just one because there's a, a court case about it. But um, the Secretary of State puts in a rule along with legislation. It says that you can't. Uh, you know, you have to make sure that there's nothing personally identifiable on a ballot, right? So someone writes their name right. on it, and uh, and so that would be bad if somebody knew it, right? And so under the guise of that, every ballot would have to be hand-examined by a, a county employee or a contractor of some sort before you could actually look at the ballots. And that doesn't seem to be real transparent to me because nobody has a million dollars to spend for that kind of thing. Well, the, that gets into whether or not you can trust your election officials, and uh, you know it's. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I I know I, I was just I, kind of on a, a kind of going a little circuitous. Uh, I'm just not so sure we're as transparent as we sometimes think we are. That's all I was getting at, David. I mean, well, ideally I we are, say, we would be. Yeah, you know? as, as taxpayers, though, it, it really helps uh, when you know that there are receipts for the road tar. And in fact, uh, you know, this looming government shutdown, it really bothers me because when I there have been uh, government shutdowns in the past, you know, we've got, for example, road inspectors. If they're building a new highway and they put in the bid and they're supposed to be eight inches of concrete mm-hmm. and the contractor uh, start keeps building while there's a government shutdown and they only put in seven and three quarters uh, inches or six and a half inches, and uh, and they bill the taxpayers for eight inches, that means they save a huge amount of money on the amount of concrete they use. But- Is there any evidence that that actually happens there? Because uh, California has yeah. a huge bureaucracy. Doesn't it inspect its own roads? 
Uh, it depends on the project. Is it, oh. is it a federal project or is it a state project? Yeah. And, uh, and or a county project. And so, yeah, you're right. If a county is building a county road, but when you get into, and this did happen, uh, there were examples of, of roads that were cheated when the when the uh, road inspectors were laid off during the government shutdown. All right. But if we're always going to operate, David, off of the fear of, well, you know, something bad might happen during a government shutdown. All right. Um, then how can there ever be any reasonableness brought to the power of the purse? You know, if everything about the power of the purse is, well, I'm sorry, we're just going to have to spend and we can't shut it down no matter what. There's no threat. There's no way to be able to reform. Would you agree with me or disagree with me on that? Well, that's kind of spoken like as a paranoid would say, you got to shut everything down instead of shutting down the road inspectors, shutting down the... Well, you, the thing is, though, is that government, the big government people will always tend to prefer uh, finding something and shut down the stuff that you like. You know, they'll, they'll shut down your tourist attraction and uh, <laughs> keep the other bad stuff going. All right. But anyway, I appreciate your call, and thank you for making it there. I'm just almost out of time there, David, okay? And thanks for checking in from the Bay Area. Let me go to uh, line one. Hi, KMED, KCMD. Good morning. Who's this? Hello? Yeah, Ron Grant Pass. Hello, Ron. Go ahead. What's on your mind? I'm very concerned that we have pharmaceuticals that are making huge amounts of money on things that uh, could kill us, could damage us, could make us hurt, could this and that and the other. And yet we're having to buy uh, most all of our um, needed and required drugs for survival from China, from Pakistan, from someplace else. All right. Would you prefer they be made here then? Would you mandate that? Well, I, I would make it mandatory that hmm. if a company is going to have the freedom to make things that kill us, they should have the requirement that we have um, they, that they provide part of their um, profit into making something that we actually need like uh, air inhalers oh, okay all right like the okay someone called about the inhaler problem here yeah would you be willing to pay more though for something made here it would probably cost more I would say it's probably better than dying because if you can't get it, if you get into a war with China or uh, the, the world goes to hell because you can't get the product, what's the point? All right. Appreciate the call. And thanks for making it. You wrap it up. Pebble in your shoe Tuesday. The Reverend David LaBarbera says, hey, Bill, the primaries are over now. Judge Judy just endorsed Miss Boeing, Nikki Haley, for president. Trump should just concede. <laughs> uh, all right, David. We'll talk tomorrow, okay? For over 30 years, contractors and do-it-yourselfers have known where you get the best building materials.